I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, we've got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star, Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality, Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Way too close. I look way fatter when it's closer. Anyways, hello everybody. It's Big Ace, and it is another Briscoe and Big Ace show coming at you another week. What's up, Wes? Man, just chilling. You know, trying to survive. There was actually uh, ice on the windows of people's cars this morning here in Florida, which we don't normally get. I saw a lot of people's Instagrams this morning of people writing their names on the frost on their cars today. No kidding. We, uh, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, Eric, how's it going? Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for watching, man. Oh, dude, first time. I was up, dude. Oh, yeah, brother. Um, it's so funny because I, I, like, last night we got overnight five inches, six inches of snow, 24 degrees. It was freezing rain last night before the snow, so there's ice, like, sheets of ice out there. That's that's what I uh, woke up to today, uh, and was dealing with last night. Oh my goodness! That's see, that's too cold for me. I'm trying to find her thing so I can plug it on Facebook and tell people that we're live right now. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because uh, we're not even cold yet up here. Like this is cold, but it's like I think we get to single digits next week. Oh. See, I think this is, um, I know they saw the groundhog, so the groundhog went back into his little hole, so we have, what, six more months of winter? Are you just going to send me the link, because it'll probably be way easier. Yeah, I'll just post it. Yeah, that will be a lot easier. Yeah, it's crazy, because Florida, our winters don't really start until now, and we probably really only have, like, a couple more, like, maybe two more months of coldness, which I can't wait to get rid of, like. This cold is driving me insane. Like, I literally wear sweatpants, sweatshirt, long sleeve shirt. It is crazy out there, but hopefully it's warmer. Like, today, it was crazy because it was so cold this morning, and then it became a beautiful day. But other than that, man, just been chilling. I watched the Rumble with Steph a little bit. We got to see that a little bit. That was kind of cool. Um, I don't know, man. Just kind of just been kicking What'd you think of the rumble? Um, I thought the guys was a cluster. I did watch a lot of. I mostly watched the women's part because red. Um, but yeah, the men's was such a cluster that you know I'm glad Edge won it, and yeah. I wish I would have got. I didn't. I actually went to bed. She stayed up and watched the whole thing. I went to bed. I was like, I'm over it. Um, it got long. 
Yeah. Go that long. Yeah, you can't really have those matches are so tough. Like I've been in like similar matches like that style, and it's just there's just too many guys in the ring and too much going on, and it those things are really tough to keep visually and like keep the crowd into it because there's just too much going on at the same time. Right. It's funny though, cause I, uh, <clears throat> I talked about this on another show that I do and we were kind of talking about the rumble and kind of ranking how the show went and everybody that was on that agreed that the women's rumble was definitely better than the men's rumble. Oh, I totally agree. Like I really enjoyed watching the women's rumble. Like that was probably like, it's crazy that the women have stepped it up so much that I almost enjoy watching the women's wrestling. And it's kind of because it's the women have more characters. The women have more pizzazz. And it seems like the guys, it's just kind of bland. There's nobody that really sticks out or there's no one that's really so unique that really catches your eye to really get behind. So the women, there's a lot of different women. There's a lot of different characters and personalities. So I, I think that's the reason why the women's division has picked up so much. And, of course, you know, the athletics, uh, 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 athleticism of the women have just gone up so much that it's crazy to see the talent and the skills and the moves that they're doing is just unbelievable. Yeah, it was a really good. Uh, it was a good match. They they all did really good. Bailey did really good coming in at number one. Bianca Belair. I like her as a heel. I really yeah, do. She's a great heel. She really is. Uh, and Bianca Belair winning it, uh, which I, I like that. I, I'd like to see her get a little bit of push. That that girl is a pure athlete. Pure. Yeah. I think they. I mean, between AEW and WWE, their women's athletes are above anybody else's i mean just holy moly the talent that they have AEW and wwe is just insane yeah it's pretty crazy uh another great match and i think i called this when i was talking about this last week but that was the roman reigns and kevin owens match i said it steal the show and i feel it did uh it was a really good match roman got his ass kicked not gonna lie kevin owens looked good that whole match and beat the crap out of him uh but roman still wins uh, a little bit of a hiccup with the handcuffs. Don't know if you saw that, Wes. No, what happened? Okay, uh, I'll let you tell you this, and then I'm going to tell you my handcuff experience. All right. Uh, in the ring, I hope. Uh, so uh, there was a spot where Reigns was going to use cost on Owens. Obviously, he doesn't get to it. Owens somehow reverses, and he eventually gets Reigns cuffed, and he cuffs him to the, like, pillar, the uh, – like the lighting and staging pillar that they have there uh, around and through the uh, piping of it. Yeah. And, like tossed him around it so he couldn't get up. He was sitting on the ground his arms like stuck. Uh, so the whole thing is though, the guy's going to count, the ref's going to count. Owens is about to win. And I think what the spot was supposed to be is he then reigns, pulls the referee down. He hits his head on the bar that he's cuffed to passes out. Heyman comes out with the key but that's where, like, Heyman couldn't get to the lock. It was a good 30. Like, another ref eventually comes out. He then starts to count again and then just, like, stops once he realizes Heyman is having issues getting to the actual key part. He couldn't get his hand in there. I don't know what it was, but it took a key. There's a good 10 seconds of no counting, and they were just, like, roaming it. So, obviously – it didn't didn't go how it should have gone because everybody was calling that out then later being like, oh, he was down there for like 10 seconds. He should have lost. Uh, so that, that didn't go as planned. But other than that, that match was great. But, yeah, now I want – because handcuffs and rings are always interesting. Well, that's – so what part of the finish was that? That was the finish. Like that. Oh, my God. That's like the worst when you're having a kick-ass match and then all of a sudden the finish just goes to crap. Yeah, because he comes out and it was either a spear or the Superman punch out of that and beats Owens. Uh, I think I can't I, honestly. It, it went right into the finish of him beating Owens. I don't remember how exactly it went though. Huh. But I mean, yeah. 
the people were calling out the women's match the ending of that one too though because when her uh bianca belair and rhea ripley were both hanging from the ropes and feet dangling i saw that it looked like they both touched yeah bianca's uh feet both her feet touched but it's it is what it is that was the one thing i noticed uh in the the matches though is I remember you know Michaels did that he won coming in at number one goes through all 29 men wins the rumble and it was when they thought I think it was Davy Bay thought he uh, eliminated him and thought he won but Michaels was actually hanging yeah it's called skin the cat right and like you know he did a really good job but like at that time it was like oh that's cool where like now I feel like everyone's um, doing it at, like every person who gets thrown out skins the cat for like constantly it's just now it's just like all right <laughs> you know what i mean we're like back then it was like oh, oh, oh. i don't know it just it, we definitely are in the age of wrestling where a lot of the classic stuff and things that should be you know a big deal aren't anymore because they're just overdone uh, mm-hmm. i think we talked about this once with finishes like sweet chin music that used to a super kick could end a match and now it's a super kick 20 times in a match. Now it's a super kick to lead into a flop finish to lead into another finish. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's crazy. But yeah, a little bit of a hiccup. But so now, were you the one getting cuffed in this match? Or were you doing the negative? So this was back in TNA, back in the Impact days. Was this an Aces and Aces or is this gut check era? Well, if you let me tell the story, I would... uh, I'm excited. I'll tell you in full tonight. So this is back in the TNA days, and this is when I was doing Aces and Eights. And at the time, we kidnapped Joseph Parks, which is Abyss. And <clears throat> towards the end of the Joseph Parks character, he starts turning into Abyss. And Aces and Eights, we have him locked up. And it was during, I think, Slammiversary. Um, we have him chained to, I forgot what he, he's chained to something and I'm guarding him and Mike Knox is guarding him. And all of a sudden he breaks out of the handcuffs and turns into abyss and he goes, hits Mike Knox. And then he goes to hit me. But when he goes to hit me, the handcuff thing turned. So when he came and hit me and pulled the punch, the handcuff, uh, uh, punctured me and split me right in the eye and swelled up my eye and split me wide open from here all the way up to here and swelled up my eye where I couldn't see. <clears throat> and it was bad. And uh, I remember coming backstage and uh, Joseph Parks or uh, Abyss is is going crazy. He's like, I'm so sorry, Wes. I'm like, you didn't even knock me out. You hit like a girl. I'm like, what are you talking about? You sorry. And then, like, he kept apologizing. I kept saying that, like, man, you hit weak. Like, you're, like, 6'6 and 300 pounds. Like, aren't you supposed to, like, knock me out? Like, come on now. Like, you're the one that botched. And finally, he got mad. And he's like, stop saying that. I'm like, well, then stop apologizing. It's okay. Like, I understand. It's the heat of the moment, dude. Like, it's all good. But, yeah, that, that, that happened. And, like, the next two weeks, my eye was swollen shut. Like, it was, I had to get the doctor to cut it to, like, drain it. Oh man, and some of these those, those gimmick matches when you get those things in there and it's just crazy. Like you've done, have you done any hardcore matches? Have you done any of that? I'm assuming I don't think we've ever I've ever heard of you talk about doing any like death matches or anything. But hell, no, that's stupid. The death match is me going in my truck and pulling out my gun and shooting somebody. <laughs> yeah, but have you done any like extreme matches where you know like, I've done chairs and tables, but that's just. I've done t- chairs, tables, and ladders, but I haven't done anything else on this. No, like anything goes, weapon matches or anything like that? No, because if anything goes, like I said, I'll go get the real steel and I'll show everybody, like, come on now. Like, if it's really like that, I'll bring my own weapon. I'll clear out the whole building. Yeah, that stuff's crazy, man. I don't know if you saw the documentary that came out with David Arquette uh, just recently with him going. Yeah, I saw that. That's stupid. The, but the, where, where, where he does the death match and the guy really cuts him. Well, you know what? That's what you get for trying to step into the wrestling business with a bunch of crazy people. Yeah, what do you expect? What do you, what does he expect like them to go easy on him? They're going to go twice as hard on him. Like, because A, he's who he is. B, the other guys are probably mad because he's getting paid way more than they are. So they're like, you know what? He wants to step into this ring. I'll cut his ass. 
That's what happened. That's the same thing like if you would have stepped in the ring with um, New Jack. New Jack probably would have sliced his ass too. That's just, you know, like when you're a movie star, when you're a movie star and you try to come into the wrestling business and you try to like flex on people, normally that don't work out too good. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for him though, you know, like. You should. You know, like it's like he didn't ask mm-hmm. for all that. Like that wasn't his yeah, did. to be the WCW champion back then and then get all that hate. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about now. Oh, he could yeah. do whatever he did back in the day. I don't care about now, but I'm talking about current. Yeah. Today. Yeah, man. That's just a, just a. I mean, it was just a bad spot. <clears throat> it looked like man. Those matches are crazy. I've been to some CZW shows during like Mania weekends where they're just craziness. Like why? Like it's like why is this even a thing? Like why do you yeah. need to take the ropes down and put barbed wire in its place? Why do you have to have sheets of glass in the corners? Like I, I can tell you why. You know, it's, it was. It's, it's, you want you want to know why? Yeah, you can't wrestle. Yeah, pro- yeah, more. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it is. It's 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 a, a, a cheap way to have a match without having to actually you know be technical and wrestle and tell a story or any of that. It's just. I'm going to smash you and you're going to bleed. It's it's rough, man. Yeah, I've seen people walk out at those shows. Crazy. I'd walk out if I saw that. I'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah, I remember uh, we went. I went to in, in New Jersey, New York, when we were there for WrestleMania 29. I remember going to take a piss in the bathroom, and that was the same bathroom that the boys were using. And, again, this was a CZW show, so they were all, like, ultraviolet matches. So they're in there literally cleaning out their, like, wounds and picking the glass out. And I'm just trying in to wash Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to wash my hands. Like, this doesn't seem safe and sanitary, guys. Well, I, like, just, I just took a shit over there. <laughs> like, 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 literally, there was, like, four of them in there with all their wounds getting, like, healed. Up. And it was just like, you guys need to go to a hospital. <laughs> this isn't. I mean, no, I mean, I'm sorry, it's just not, like, I don't mean to be disrespectful to those guys, like, teach their own. I know my boy Malice, he goes out there and kills it and does his own thing, but he also does real wrestling. But I'm just not a fan of it. It's just not something that, like, I just, I never was, never am going to be, and that's just it. We'll just leave it at that and move on to another subject. Yeah, man. Um, But, yeah, so... The Rumble was, uh, I thought overall was really good. It's just a weird road to WrestleMania now because uh, so much stuff's in the air. Don't really know where they're going with any other storylines or who they're going to have have these WrestleMania matches. It's very up in the well, air. Well, you know Charlotte Flair and real Ripley, well, they'll have a feud. What do you, you think uh, that girl can keep up with Charlotte Flair? Rhea Ripley? Yeah. Uh well, they've already had one match. But you think she can go do a WrestleMania match with Flair? You think she can hang? Because here's the thing with Charlotte. She came in when there was some really good talent before her. So she, like, was able to, like, really enhance her her skills. I don't – what about Rhea? Like, I don't I, – I, all I – all I remember is when she first debuted, she used to come out in different, like, sailor costumes and was like a, right? Wasn't she like a, a sailor? No. no, 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 that was Kairi-san. Uh, well, they all like, look the same. No, they don't. She's back in Japan, Rhea Ripley's Australia. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> I, actually, she's not, maybe she's not Australian, but she's, like, something like that. Uh, but definitely white and Asian. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, Rhea Ripley, I don't think, can hold her own to Charlotte. But she's good. I I'm more excited for Sasha Banks Bianca Belair because I Bianca Belair is a pure athlete, tra- world. Uh, uh, you know, I think she has some world records or something in track and field. Definitely college records uh, for track and field and all that stuff. Possibly Olympics. I don't remember. Uh, but I mean, that girl is a pure athlete. Sasha Banks is just amazing. So like, that's going to be a great match. I don't know about Charlotte and Rhea Ripley because the other thing too is right now they have Charlotte and Lacey Evans. That's who I was talking about, Lacey Evans. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rhea Ripley because no, I'm talking about Lacey Evans. I'm talking about well, the girl that came out with Charlotte Flair's dad, Ric Flair, and had the rope. That's who they're going to put against her at WrestleMania. Well, it's just funny because there are rumors going around that that actually won't happen and it will be Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. So that's why I thought you said that because that is 
talk right now. <clears throat> well, I might be right because the reason why is because homegirl can't. I don't think uh, the girl that we're talking about can't hold Lacey. her own. She can't. Lacey know. Evans. I'm talking. That's who I was talking about because she, she came out and she came out in the like the sailor outfit. Yeah, like, the, like the, uh, fifty girls. So I was right. She. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just had the names miss her yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. She used to come out like. 50s, all yeah, like, yeah, like the 60s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Military. Yeah. And that's the thing is she came out as that as the heel and everybody's a nasty and she's classy. And then they dropped that to kind of showcase her military, like real life military background. And, and But she and, didn't never really have that hard on a mattress. No. She never, she never, the whole time she was there, she she never really had any breakthrough matches. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, she how, how can she have a WrestleMania match with Charlotte? Because Charlotte, Knowing her, she's gonna want to steal the show, and she's gonna be like, "Okay, you're putting me with a girl that." Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm going to probably have to lead the whole entire match with, and I can't do half the stuff I want to do because I don't know if I can trust her. I mean, that's just my mindset. I don't know. This could be totally different. But just from what I've seen of the wrestling and talent-wise and WrestleMania, knowing Charlotte personally, like knowing that I know that she, like, is a pure athlete. She wants to still show. She's just coming back. Like, you know, there's all that. And then, like, two for her. Like, did you see how stiff some of those punches were? Like, she went from that to really – elbowing her in the back. You could tell that she doesn't really like this gimmick and she doesn't really enjoy her dad coming out with this chick. I really don't think she likes Because just the way that she beat the living crap out of her. Like, I I looked at at Red and I was like, holy moly, she's shooting on this girl. Like, legit, like, even, yeah, even Nino one time, I was like, "Oh man, like oh." Yeah, it's crazy too, man. Because like, I don't even see the purpose of Rick. Like, we don't need that. They've already had their little thing where she told him to leave her alone and don't come back. <laughs> I don't, I don't get why he needs to be a part of her storyline, especially going into Mania right now. Like, I thought she was going to have a match with Oscar for the title when she came back a month or two ago and returned. Like, that's what it felt like when they did that, but. Uh, who knows? That's right. A- ARW next week. Make sure you go to that if you're down there. If it's if you can find a ticket, I'm sure it's sold out already. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it, I, I, it's up, man? it's garbage, dude. I don't get it, Lacey Evans. I don't get it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things though. Like I, because I wanted to see Roman Reigns and Owens go at Mania, but I don't think that's gonna happen either. Because now yeah. I said that it might be Edge going there? I don't know. And now, now it looks like it's going to be Sheamus and McIntyre. That'll be a good one. You know? So I will watch that. Yeah, and it, and it is cool because they did That a will be a hell of a... Um, boy, that will be a match to watch. Well, the, it, look, they, they've known each other from the start and yeah. they both are hard hitting guys. I remember watching them knock out guys at SCW and it was just by accident. And they were just such big guys that they would put them against guys that were like five five extras, and they would just run right through them. And poor right. guys would be beat up and mangled, and just you know, Shamus. They were told they told the guys too, like go for it, because you know you don't find big tough guys like that anymore. Right? Yeah. 
Uh, and that's what it's like. That's what it's because they've been playing up their friendship right now, uh, the last like two months, three months on Raw. And what a great guy like Wade Barrett that's been there and seen it all to commentate something like that because Wade Barrett had, was signed with them as that group. My dad went down to Europe with uh, Jim Ross and was the – my dad and Jim Ross were the one that signed Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, um, and um, – why did I just forget his name? Um, Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett all together. They all came from Europe together. They went to a tryout, and, and uh, my dad's like, you guys got to sign these massive guys. So they signed them. They came to FCW about five months later. I get signed and get sent to FCW, and I meet all those guys. And then, of course, they go out and do their thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, and we uh, Seamus was at the last time we were in the Hall of Fame. Seamus was there. Uh, and I said, I said, watch this. Watch. He'll show me some love. And what, yeah. what did he do? Yeah, he did. Do yeah, I have he had a video. line of people, and he stopped what yeah. he was doing. Yeah, I have, I have a video of it somewhere. I gotta find it. Uh yeah, man. So that's gonna be cool because they did a cool thing with Edge where it was like McIntyre's like, "You won Rumble, so you're gonna challenge me. Let's do this." And then that's when Edge is like, "Oh, you got you got a target on your back, dude. And I'll let you know my decision, whatever." But then leaves the ring, and that's when Sheamus was in the corner waiting to bro kick him and big shocking look on McIntyre's face as he gets knocked out. Yeah, it, it, again, it was something I didn't know I wanted to see because it just didn't you, – no one thought that was where they were going. But now that it is, it's like – I want to see it. Fight. That's going to be a fight. Like, they're yeah. going to put on a – And it's going to be a good match, too. Yeah, they're going to put on a show, you know. And the cool thing is, so Mania is supposed to have fans. Oh, so well, you never uh, tuned me in into the Gilbert and uh, McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, so McIntyre beat him, like – Fairly quickly. Uh, it was the opening match of the pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was very surprised. I saw that they hugged it out. Everybody thought they were going to do the whole Goldberg wins, and then they're going to, uh, you know, have McIntyre drop so he can win again when the fans are there, and which they still may do because I think there's still one more pay-per-view before Mania. I think Chambers still has to happen. So their funny business can still happen. Plus, Miz is a wild card being money in the bank. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, he beat Goldberg, and uh, everybody had that uh, breath of relief online when Goldberg lost. I, I because they they uh, they made it. There's a few moments where it was like, ah, there it is. Here it comes Goldberg's winning it. It's about to happen. And then McIntyre did it, and everybody was like, yes. So, I yeah, I was very happy. I was like, good. Good. Now I'm 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 ready for the rest of the Royal Rumble because you know I'm not a Goldberg guy. I know you're you're friends with him, but I I'm, I'm cool. Like I love Goldberg. Like I'm actually friends with him, so I got I got no beef with him. But yeah. you know, just you know, it's Drew's time to shine. Oh yeah, yeah. And so that's it. Let let me ask you that because that's something that's coming up right now. Is a lot of people happy with Edge winning, but a lot of people also talking about how does Edge really need a title shot though. I don't see Edge going for a title shot. I see Edge just kind of playing it out. You know well, what I mean? Well, he's got the Rumble win, so he has to he has to challenge one of the titles at Mania, and that's where they're saying it may go to Roman, which it may well now because of the Sheamus and McIntyre thing. So, but that was just it. Like people were just kind of like, I don't know, well, man. I guess I would like to see that. I mean. I would like to see Roman and Edge. That'd be a good match. Edge. Be a good match. I think it would be too. Yeah, I'd like really, to see that. I think it'd be. I think it'd be good. What I, are they got doing with Strowman? What's he doing? So he came in at number thirty on the men's Rumble. Obviously, he didn't win it. Don't know. He looked jacked. I'll tell you what. His time away, he, he looks jacked. Um, did he get hurt, or did he just they just weren't using I'm not him? Sure, if he got hurt or if he they were just not using him. Yeah, I think he may. Yeah, he may have just took some time off. Uh, yeah, spear versus spear. Um, yeah, man, Edge winning though that was cool. People just, I think people were had a problem because they're like, oh, another old part timer coming back. But the thing with Edge too is he said he's like, I'm back. I don't want to be part time. He's like, I want to do it while I'm here. I'm gonna do it full time. Well, first of all, these guys are not doing it full time like they used to. Anyways, right? There's no more house shows. It's only no road, yeah. it's only it's only TV. So. Yeah. You know, I, I like Edge being back. Um, 
I really have no problems with that. He's one of those guys that if he can't go, he knows he's not going to step back into the ring. Yeah. Um, you know, two, there's no house shows. He, there's no wear and tear. They're not gonna. They're not gonna have him at every single event. He can rest his body. He only has to do one show a week. You know, I think that's fine. I think he'll be able to actually, you know, compete. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's times these days. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, but he says he's like he said. I didn't come back for a greatest hits tour. He wants to tell compelling stories. That's why he's back. So that'll be. That'll be fun to see. Um, let me ask you this, because this happened on Dynamite last night, and that was Kenta came out and took out Moxley. Um, so for anybody counting, last night on Dynamite, we saw talent from, obviously, AEW, Impact, NWA, and New Japan, all on one show last night. So it sounds like there's going to be a lot of this cross-promotion happening with these guys because New Japan wants to work with Moxley more, and I guess they're kind of like, well, you know, okay, but we want you guys to work with us. And then the whole Impact thing and NWA thing that's just been going on for a while now. Uh, It's very interesting to see. Yeah, I would like to see the pace. Yeah, that's the interesting if, 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 if I was the boys, I'd be like, hey, what are these guys getting paid and what am I getting paid to go do this? Right. And who is controlling all of this? Because there has to be one controller. There's not, there's not, they're not all, it's not all equal because someone has a major TV network and all these other companies don't. Right. The only other one is New Japan, but that's a different, uh, that's a whole nother different country right so you know well i guess they have access tv but that's that's nothing compared to tnt like right let's be honest now like tnt's everywhere like that's a network that you could tell your grandma the grandma knows what tnt is you tell your grandma what's access tv she'd be like huh right access what yeah well and that's when impact used to be on access and it was they eventually left it, and it was like, well, yeah, because, like, not everybody gets that. It's a hard channel to get. Yeah, like, when we were on Spike TV, it's easy to go up to someone and say, hey, do you watch Spike TV? Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. Okay, well, every Thursday night, we're on Spike TV. They're like, cool, we'll watch it. That's yeah, you, guys were, you guys were on a, a, a pretty decent, well-known network. Like, you guys were up there back then. Like, TNA, people don't realize that that whole time TNA uh, was. I was at the height of TNA. Yeah were it was a lot bigger than people i think give it credit for nowadays seeing how it's kind of turned into what it has of just being impact and it's no longer total non-stop action uh and it's completely different owners i believe uh but yeah man it was like it was a big deal i remember watching all that i remember being like oh they got hogan coming gotta check it out you know i remember when you guys did all the aces and eights and just being like holy crap look at the heat these guys are drawing right now like it was great i remember bully ray being the leader and marrying hogan's daughter which was always i thought weird but yeah i remember all that it was great i i get i get when people are like okay it wasn't awesome wwe but it's like that's because you're stuck in that wwe mold like the wrestling fan, it was great, and it was awesome to have something else to watch. You know, and there was, there was and we we had Samoa Joe, we had Austin yeah. Aries, we had Bobby Roode. The talent had, was ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. we had just unbelievable guys AJ. like AJ Styles, you know, um, just Chavo Guerrero, Supermax, yeah. you know, James Storm. Were I mean, you there when Christian was there? Yeah. Christian, RVD, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Elijah Burke, I mean, the list of talent that was there was just insane. Yeah, it was It was nuts. Those were good times, man. Those were good times. Um, so the interesting thing, too, with the Mania is going to be that they're going to try to have fans there. I haven't heard anything on, like, how many people are going to get to go, and they haven't really been saying much. But so mm-hmm. this, this weekend's the Super Bowl down in your neck of the woods. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to happen at the exact same stadium. Was it Raymond James? Is that what it's called? Yeah, those bucks. What do you mean, what's it called? Yeah. Darn Gippy. Oh, I don't have my bucks hat. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a Cowboys guy. You know that. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be down there. So I think WWE is waiting to see how that's going to go uh, as far as the Super Bowl having that many people there running a big, big show on that scale before they're going to, like, release anything for fans uh, to go down there. But it also sounds like this will be the only two shows they're selling tickets for. No more. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't. And I heard the tickets are going a thousand dollars a pop. That's ridiculous. Because I mean, they used to always, you know, hey, you could come to WrestleMania for just thirty dollars and sit in the nosebleed. But still, it's thirty dollars, and you're. There. I think it's thousand dollars nosebleed. I don't. Th- I don't think there is no price. I think that's like the cheapest ticket is a thousand dollars. That is so crazy, dude. That is. Ridiculous. <laughs> I've paid. Some of the money I paid these for wrestling tickets is ridiculous. You would be like, what is wrong with you? I, I think I paid, like, when I went to Dallas, we weren't even, like, we were two rows, two f- things up off the floor, two, like, sections, and I think we paid 350 You know what I mean? And no, that was, and that, again, that was, like, I don't know what you mean. You know? I've never, not even on a concert, have spent over $120. What, what really? Yeah, and I've seen almost every band, everything. Never yeah, ever. I've spent some money on concerts. Dude. But I've only, like, I spent like 120 bucks and sneak your way down. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I think the one I, I think like Paul McCartney, like that was, I paid like probably like 150 bucks because it's Paul McCartney. Garth Brooks, I paid, I paid 160. Yeah, okay, yeah. That was Garth Brooks now. That was what? the final show. Him and uh, his wife face no more, I believe. Trisha Yearwood. Where was that at? Um, That was in the uh, Citrus Bowl. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was actually really, really good. He he puts on a hell of a show. Yeah, dude, I've seen him twice. He is amazing. I've seen him three or four times. Yeah. Like, he is a – even if you're not a country fan, that guy's just an entertainer, man. Let me tell you who's another one of my favorite people to see, Dusty Ryan. Really? So I had the opportunity, it was when I was a pro wakeboarder, we were doing this show uh, out in Indiana, and we did a cross promotion with like this festival where there was a lake, and we would wakeboard during the festival and stuff, and we'd have tickets to go see the shows. And the final night, it was like Bone Thugs, yeah. um, Busta Rhymes, and then 50 Cent. And Bone Thugs killed it. Busta comes out and just murders it. I mean, just, I mean, so good. We were, everybody's looking at each other. We're like, wow, this was worth actually staying to like, to watch. So we were like, okay, cool. Maybe 50 Cent, 50 Cent comes out there. Blah, 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 blah. We looked at each other and we were like, let's go. And he was the headliner, right? Yeah, he was the headliner. And uh, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, uh, I wasn't able to, like, he just wasn't that good. So we were just, like, we had to, like, we just we were, like, let's leave before traffic. Because once traffic hit and we knew everyone leaving. So, and Busta was so good. Like, we were just, so we left when 50 Cent was performing. Like, it was funny. Oh, that's so great. I'd love to see Busta around his woo um, I don't think he's uh, uh, touring now. I don't know, but he's jacked now. Have you seen him lately? He got, like. He's been Jack for a while. Has he? Man, that guy. Dude, I loved his shit back in the day. You know who I got to saw? I saw this. Uh, it was cool because it was circumstantial on um, how it happened. But, like, I went to one of those radio station shows where there's, like, a, it's a full day of concert. It's, like, 18 bands playing throughout the Yeah, day. I'm doing I'm doing one in birthday, birthday. Okay. So I, I went to one of those, and Jay-Z was on the card at the time. This is in two. Thousand. I've seen Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it was, it was dude. He's amazing, and I only saw him for like twenty minutes because it was one of those shows. So you got to probably see him at like a full show. Yeah, nice. I saw him at a full concert. Nice. But what happened was when he came on stage, it was so hot out, and this was outside on a racehorsing a racetrack in like the ring, and it was so hot out that his like DJ's equipment literally just overheated and wouldn't work. So. I got to see Jay-Z just freestyle for, like, 15 minutes, dude. So, uh, check this out. Same thing happened to me. I'm I'm in a, I'm in a concert to see Lil Wayne and oh, Cash nice. Money. 
and it's outdoors. It's it's in Florida. It's crazy. The fog there was intense. You couldn't see in front of you, put it that way. And some reason the mixers wasn't working, yeah. and people started getting mad. They started booing. And Lil Wayne finally was like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on," because like just his mic was working. And then he started rapping and freestyling, and everybody was like, what? And then the mixers came on, and they all booed the mixers, and were like, keep on rapping. like. And he was just, like, mentioning Orlando. Like, you could tell he was freestyling because he was mentioning, like, everything around him and just – and everyone was just like – and he freestyled for a good, like, 15 minutes. And they were – everybody was just like, wow. And that was when I, like, really was like, dude, that guy can really rap. Like, yeah. no music, no nothing. The crowd's booing. Everyone's mad. It's outside. It's hot as hell. It's Florida. It's probably like 110 at nighttime. Like, everyone's getting cranky, moody. They've been sitting there till like, 12 o'clock at night. Finally, he performs at, like, 1220. You know how it is. Right. And everyone – and then all of a sudden, the mixers stopped working. So people are like, what? And then he just flipped it around by just freestyling, and it was, like, one of the best shows I've ever seen. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah. Rolling dude. Stones were pretty good. Who? The Rolling Stones. Oh, you saw the Stones? When did you see the Stones? About five years ago. Dope. Yeah, I've seen the Stones. They they put on a hell of a show. That's cool, man. I've never seen uh, – I haven't seen the Stones, but I've seen, like – I got to see, like, Queen with Paul Rogers. Uh, I haven't seen Queen. Uh, Tom Petty was my first concert ever. What was it? Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, nice. Dude, my first concert was Garth Brooks, actually. Believe yeah. it or not. What was the craziest thing you've seen at a concert? What do you mean by, like, just in the crowd or, like, yeah. on stage? Uh, let's go with crowd and then let's go with on stage. All right. Uh, you got one already so I can think a little bit? Yeah, I already got two. All right, give me I'll, one. I'll tell you both my answers. All right, yeah. Me... So I was at a corn concert, and we were at this old uh, um venue called Janice Landings. Wrestling actually went there. But the first level and the second level was really high. Like, I'm talking about, like, two or three stories where you couldn't, like, jump down to the floor. And during corn, like, these kids must have just really loved corn so bad that they decided that they were going to jump from the top to the bottom, which is all concrete. And I saw this kid jump, and as soon as he hit that concrete, that leg went, snap, snap. And I was like, oh. And, it literally, and then all of his other friends, like, didn't jump. And he just laid there, and, like, people came and, like, had to, like, literally get, like, the gurney and gurney his ass out because and then corn stopped and was like, hey, please don't jump, it's too high, like, you know, don't be an example, and they made that kid an example as they, like, gurring him away, and I was just like, oh, shit, I just see this guy, like, lose his leg over corn, like, they're not that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that great. I saw corn, corn. Over, I was like, no. Yeah, I get that. Uh, you know what's funny is I've seen someone not – fall or whatever but i've seen someone break their their leg at a concert too uh i was at dave matthews band and we're at an amphitheater in wisconsin it's called alpine valley so we're on the hill just on the lawn and on the lawn anything goes dude people are banging it out people are doing drunk drugs whatever it's just crazy and the, this person like walked in front of us and it was just wasting just started throwing up like we backed oh. up it was gross um so he walks away. We kind of move over and kind of back off off it. Everybody's kind of staying clear. There's a circle around the puke now. We're all just hanging out, you know, having a good time, jamming out the tunes. And all of a sudden, like, don't even see it till it happens. A fucking beer guy comes walking through the lawn and just plants his foot in the middle of this puke puddle and just goes down, snaps his ankle, they got to come bring in the ambulance guys to come pull him off. We're all just standing there like, oh, my God, bro. Oh, and he did it in puke. Oh, like, it was gross. It was gross, dude. Oh, I felt so bad for that guy. So what was the craziest thing you've seen on stage? Well, I went to see Charlie Daniels. There and, uh, it was an outdoor concert. And uh, he was sitting on a... It was in uh, actually Chiliota, Orlando, out on the, the sticks. And uh, this guy was heckling him. And 
told the guy to get a little bit closer, and the guy got a little bit closer, and Charlie Daniels didn't even get out of the stool. He reached back with his cowboy boot and went, wham, right in the dude's eye, and the dude's eye just went, and Charlie Daniels just kept on playing, like, didn't even miss a beat, and you're like, you know, that guy went to prison and actually saw Johnny Cash play while he was in Folsom Prison. Right. That's so crazy. Oh, man. You know, I saw... So I went to a family values tour years ago. This is in like 2001, two, three, somewhere in there. And this is like the out of prime family values. It's not like when corn and all those bands were doing it at the prime time, but it was still a stacked card. So it was Lincoln park first album. So they were just blowing up static X stained. And then the headliner was stone temple pilots. Oh, so it was kind of like, it was kind of like those vans. Cause I went to one of those vans. Warped Horse things. Yeah, so exactly like that, but it, it was family value, so it was like okay. harder rock, not the, the stuff for bands do. Yeah. Uh, so we go to that, and it's in an arena. It's like, uh, was it like the XL where the Wild play hockey? So it's an NHL arena. And FTP's on there, right? So, uh, Stone I Temple. love Stone Temple Pilots. They're awesome. Great, dude. Scott Weiland's there. He's, I mean, he comes out dressed as a priest start right off the bat, so it's already like, this shit's going to yeah. get crazy. And by the end of the show, he was naked, wrapped around an American flag. Like, it was just nuts. But somewhere during this show, I don't, I don't remember what song it was, uh, but someone threw a bottle from the crowd onto the stage, and it hit Wyland's, like, leg or some shit. And so he kept singing, but when the song was done, and they had a cool stage, like, the, the stage had a – round part of it so that part would revolve too so he could kind of stand on it and see the whole arena uh and stuff but like so he gets off that thing stops after that song and he says he's like all right i'm not before i do the next song he's like whoever threw that fucking bottle at me and that's my one for this show uh, he's like whoever's near him if you bring me the hair off their head you're coming on the bus and partying with us tonight you all, and we were on like the lower level to the side of the floor, but like 10 rows up. So perfect eyes on the floor. And you just see this mob go after one person in the crowd on the floor. And people are just beating this guy, trying to rip his hair out to get it to the stage so they can go party with STP on the tour bus. Uh, it was, dude, I felt like, I was like, dude, don't throw bottles. Like, don't be a dick. I don't understand why people do that at concerts. So... You you That's pay money to go see these people, and then yet you want to be the asshole that grabs a bottle and throws it at and the singer, like to be like, "Oh, I love you!" Bam. I've been to two other concerts that that's happened. I went to I've Modest Mouse. Yeah, I went to Modest show. Mouse. Yeah, I went to Modest Mouse, and they did it. I love Modest Mouse. They're awesome. Yeah, why would they throw a bottle at them? Out of anybody, dude. I don't know. Do you know, know who Modest Mouth is? Google their song "Float On." Yeah. Like. They're like all like you would not want to throw a bottle at these guys. No, they're super good music, dude. It's good stuff. Uh, the other one though was Kanye West. I can see that happening. He was doing the uh, graduation tour or whatever with like flashing lights and yeah. and all that shit. That out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so the whole show, the whole purpose, like this, it was you know it's Kanye. So his whole show for that tour is he's on a stage by himself behind him is the big screen and that's like his spaceship and he's talking to the spaceship and it's like scripted in between songs like he's this is a story it's not just like he's coming out and playing his music from beginning to end it was telling some story so it'll work you're right so someone throws a bottle at him and he's he finished the song it was like at the end of the song he finished the song he picks up the body kicks it off he's like all right i'm not gonna continue until they take him out. And literally for like five minutes, he just sat on the stage watching as everybody's pointing at this person who threw the bottle and security's working their way in to get him. And as soon as security got him and pulled him out, he just kind of just goes, all right, let's fucking do it. And it just goes right into the, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, it's going to piss me off because it, it was the perfect song. Can't tell oh, me nothing. Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah. no, get my money. Like He just went right into it after they booted this dude, and like yeah. people were just losing their minds. It was, Dude, it was a sick show. Kanye put on a sick show. Yeah, Kanye is good. He is one of the really talented individuals. Like Just his work ethic and the way he conducts all of his businesses and the way that he can see outside the box. Yes, people hate on him, but 
he sees outside the box and he's not scared to like talk about seeing outside the box, which those are the creative people like Elon Musk and the mm-hmm. people that, you know, think outside that this little tiny box that we're all like, okay, we got to go do this. We got to do this it's just because we're programmed to do it. You know, a lot of these guys, sometimes these artists can get out of that program and try to become great. Yeah, dude, it was a cool show, man. That tour he had, uh, the Neptunes and Rihanna. I love Pharrell. Oh, actually, it was Neptunes, Rihanna, and Lupe Fiasco were his opening acts for that show. Yeah, of course. Nothing like, yeah, yeah, nothing like great acts. Sick show. And, like, uh, the Neptunes were doing the, one of their songs, one of their bigger hits. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but, like, someone was out there in a mask dancing with them. They were, like, pumping yeah. them up. And then, like, at the end of the song, took the mask off. It was Rihanna. She came out and was just dancing around on stage with them. Like, it was just a cool show, man. It was actually really dope. Uh, yeah, man. I've That's, you know, that's one of the things with this whole pandemic that I miss the most, man. It's just live music. Man, I you just never realize till you can't go, like, how much fun concerts are. And when you see a good artist, nothing compares to seeing them live. And then when you no. hear their albums, you're like, that's nothing like how they really sound. Like, no, dude, when I you see a really good artist that does not like play their tracks behind them that actually sings and actually really like does their thing on stage. Their live performance is 10 times better than any taped or any, like I saw Damien and Stefan Marley. Yeah. Holy, they, they performed together and they were trading off songs. Yeah. dude. I mean, one of my best friends is just a hardcore Marley guy. He loves those dudes. Yeah, wow. I've seen Ziggy. I've seen I've seen almost all five brothers. Nice, dude. I'm a, a like one of the most like influential musicians to, uh, to me in my life, and it's just my one of my all time favorite artists. Top of the top for me has always been Stevie Wonder, and I got mm. to go see him about two years ago, uh, three years ago, and it was something where it was like. He wasn't even really touring. He was just doing, like, a few shows around the country and did one in Minnesota. I want to see Billy Idol. That'd be cool, man. Yeah, run with the devil. Uh, that'd be dope. Yeah, actually. Monet, Monet. Um, yeah, dude. a lot of good ones. Dude, he'd be cool. Yeah, dude. I got to see him in Santana, man. I've seen Santana, like, four times. I got the chance to see him, yeah. Who, for me, I just, I mean, the guy, if you get the chance, go. It's worth it. Uh, just surprised I haven't seen it because he lives in Miami. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that dude just jams, man. Then I used to, I used to go to like five day Matthew shows like every year for like eight years. I haven't gone to one in a long, long time. Yeah, but, I never got into that kick, but I know I, a lot of people that did. Yeah, it was it was the shows, man. Like the, I like the music, I really do, but the shows because that was like just live musician and craftsmanship. Yeah watching those guys do on stage but yeah man i miss concerts dude. i can't wait till they come back huh? like in a year. hopefully they do come back i hope so man because them artists need to make money too because that's that you really look at like the record uh you know the record world and, and all that bullshit of the music world like these artists make their money touring they're not making well, it well now it's different because it's streaming now yeah. it's another platform now these guys are don't even have to leave the house yeah. I I I kind of follow the trends of like what's going on, and those guys are doing pretty well. Because if depends on what their contract is. I don't know these guys' contracts, but if you were with Fifty Three Sports, we'd know your contract and we'd be able to make sure you're getting paid with every download, every stream you are making. Right. Yeah, man, it's crazy how advanced everything's gotten. I remember when they were trying to be like, "Don't go on Napster." How dare you download a song and now it's just like everything's online. <laughs> like oh, that's man. Get it now. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. It was uh oh, um what was I gonna oh, first of all, J. Cole is someone that I've been really, really wanting to see live. I don't know if there's anybody out there that you've been you haven't gotten to see yet that you want you're trying to, but J. Cole's the guy on my list. Um Man, I ain't even trying to go to a concert. <laughs> Too many people. Yeah, and see, and that's going to be the thing. When concerts come back, I'm still now used to just, like, being in my own space and not, like, in big crowds that it's going to be, like... Well, I've been dealing with crowds my whole life, and as I get older in my age, the less people makes me happy. Dude, it definitely does. 
as you get older, you like being around fewer, fewer people. It's so true. So true. I, I like love there's it. only so much you can take. And yeah. Like, like, all right. Like, you know, if it's a concert, there's going to be 20,000 people. How many, what's the percentage of those people are going to be assholes? Right. The wrong possibility. 35% are probably going to be assholes. The other 40%, you probably don't want to even deal with. You know, there's a lot of variables that come in. Dealing with parking, traffic. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't like that. Yeah, it's 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 an event to go. To. Well, it's an event to go to an event, you know. But, yeah, it's work where it's like, yeah. man, like I'm like that with, like, wrestling stuff. Now, I love it. I'll go to the indie shows. I'll go to the smaller shows. But when it's, like, a pay-per-view or something in town, it's like, unless I can get a good deal on really good tickets, I don't want to pay 50 bucks and sit in nosebleed. I can watch it on my TV and see it closer. Well, plus, too, the pay-per-views are six hours long. You really want to sit on right. one of those exactly. chairs for six hours? Exactly. Um, yeah, that's funny. You know, uh, most people haven't announced any tour dates or have just been pushing whatever they had this year back. But I've seen that the weekend just came out with his next, like, the 2021 tour dates for when they finally let him or 2022. But he came out with his next world tour already, and it's like, dude, you're jumping the gun a little bit, don't you think? But uh, he'll be playing the halftime show this weekend at the Super Bowl. Uh, so I figure we can end the show with uh, our Super Bowl picks, which I think everybody knows what yours is going to be. But uh, big game this weekend, Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, the weekend paying the halftime show. Apparently put $7 million of his own money into the halftime show. $7 million of his own money for a 10- to 12-minute performance. Well, you know this guy is – he is a superstar now, like a global super. Like he's not a rapper anymore. He's like, he's like, he's on the level of like Michael Jackson. Yeah, if, he's if you know what I mean. Like his songs are played worldwide, all everywhere. Like he is literally like every commercial you hear his songs in the background. Like this guy is the Michael Jackson of our generation. Like this guy, and he he can sing great. And he can rap. He can do all of that. Like he is, he he's more than a pop star. He is one of those guys that are in that a few elite that you yeah. can go anywhere in the world to the smallest country in the world. And I guarantee you, they know who he is. Yeah, dude. Yeah, if you check out his trilogy album, he's got a great cover of "Dirty Diana" by Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, I love that song. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm he has gonna... another one like a Rolling Stone that's pretty good too. Yeah, dude. I, I'm very interested to see his show, especially because. I respect what he's doing right now with the whole storytelling of this last album and how and actually he turned himself into this character and all the videos and the short film he made for it with the whole beat up face, the bloody face with the bandages and the like really super like plastic surgery face. And he says he's going to incorporate all that on the halftime show. So I'm excited. Yeah. They, said, they said they built a stage in the stands or like in the stadium. Like it's not going to be, I don't know. I was reading like a preview for it and it sounds like. I can't wait. Yeah, it may get crazy. So, but yeah, man, I'm going Bucks because I just uh, I've never been a big Brady guy, but I'd love to see him win one without the Patriots. Tampa Bay eight one three all the way, baby. Let's bring it back all the way down Northdale, maybe Street. I know. I wish I still had my Warren Sapp jersey. I'd wear that on Sunday if I had it still. Mm-hmm. Del Mabry right there off Hubert. That's where my dad used to have his body shop right there, right by nice. the stadium. Hell yeah. That's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good game, I think though. Two amazing quarterbacks going at it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Tampa. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. So everybody enjoy your Sunday Super Bowl, the holiday, the unofficial holiday that is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh we're not gonna have a show next week because I'm gonna be in Las Vegas uh hanging out and so I won't be around. So we'll come back to you guys in two weeks uh with our next episode. Watch our past episodes, great show. With uh, uh, your dad, OS, uh, Jerry, uh, Rod came on last week and, and hung out and talked about some of the stuff she has going on on Dynamite. Chris, what's up? Thanks for coming out, bro. Uh, what else we got, man? We got a lot of good stuff. Chavo on there. We got uh, Brian Cage. We got um, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Our our category is pretty stacked now. If you actually go back and look at some of the guests that we have, um, we're doing good. I got plenty more to come. Um, 
lot more for the Briscoe and Big A show. We're just slowly doing our thing and just kind of, you know, just doing what we do. Yeah, definitely. So if you haven't already, subscribe on our YouTube channel, Briscoe and Big A show. Click the little bell, get your notifications when we're going live or posting a premiere if we've had to pre-record. Sometimes we do that. When we go live, definitely hop on, say hello, let us know you're hanging out with us. Share it with everybody you know, guys. Please help us out with that. And then, uh, again, if you uh, can't watch the video and you just want some audio uh, loving from Briscoe and Big A Show, you can get that on the VOC Nation, and that is uh, the exclusive place to get the audio downloads of the Briscoe and Big A Show. You got a show next week, ARW. Is it the anniversary? It's the, I believe, it's the 19th. Oh, the 19th, so in two weeks. Okay. So two weeks. weeks, Got that ARW show. You got anything else going on? Thanks, Eric, for uh, listening. Um, Nope. Not really. It's kind of slow and dry other than uh, supporting the babe and watching her uh, kick ass on AEW. Other than that, just uh, selling real estate, doing my thing, moving houses. Definitely. If you're in the Florida area down there, what, Orlando, Tampa, do you do in the whole state or just kind of that central area? I do the whole state. I'm not a real estate agent. I buy and flip houses. I invest in properties. So I'm a cash buyer. So holler at your boy if you want me to buy your house. Oh, yeah. There you go. Got to be the right price, though. That's what's up. And, again, make sure you're watching AEW Dynamite support uh, Wes's lovely fiance, Red. Uh, great friend of the show. There it is. Shaq, Jade Cargill, 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 uh, Cody Rhodes, Red Velvet going down March 3rd, Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite. Shaq in the ring, Red in the ring. Man. I'll be You going to be there? Yeah. Nothing. Right. How can I not support the wifey and not, not, not be there? You're going to show Shaq what's up. That's what you need to do. No, that's not my job. That's Cody's job. My job yeah. is to support the wifey. You know what, though? Shaq's an old school guy, so he's going to probably know who you are anyways. So, um, I've done some things with him. Have you? How big is that guy when he's in front of you? It's like seven two, seven three. It's just a massive individual. You think, okay, so do you think he's going to be good in ring? We've seen a little bit, but we've never seen him in a match. I don't know. We're gonna, that's just something we're gonna. Everyone has to watch and tune in and find out themselves. There it is, guys. March third, AW Dynamite, uh, their go home show into Revolution. So check it out. Um, you never know. We may get some more updates from Red on her uh, road to that match as it gets closer. So everybody, enjoy your night. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. We won't be back before it. So happy Valentine's Day. All that good stuff. You and Red have a very happy Valentine's Day. I'm sure you got lots of cool things planned. Uh, and yeah, man. Otherwise, we're going to take off. Enjoy the night, everybody. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Briscoe and Big A Show. Yeah. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOC Nation. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the wrestling historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. 
VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.